and welcome back to Newsmax Daily for Monday, June 19th, 2023. Hope you had a fantastic weekend and Father's Day. Although it was plenty hot in many parts of the country and heat alerts are up today for millions of Americans from Texas to Mississippi, the first official day of summer still isn't for two more days. I can tell you the summer travel season and family vacations are definitely well underway. Speaking of Texas, I was traveling this weekend. The airports and highways were pretty busy. Shout out to the great state of Texas where I was visiting family and friends. And a shout out to Newsmax Daily fan Richard in Humble, Texas, who hit me up on Twitter over the weekend at Radio underscore Marino. Coincidentally, the state of Texas playing a big role in today's Juneteenth holiday, which is a federal holiday commemorating the end of slavery and marking the day, June 19th, 1865, when slaves in Texas found out they had been freed after the Civil War and two years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation. President Biden signed the legislation making the Juneteenth celebration a federal holiday in June of 2021 after Congress passed the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act. So many banks, post offices, federal offices, and many businesses are closed today in observance of the holiday. Maybe you have the day off. The U.S. stock markets are also closed. Today is also hashtag national take your cat to work day, established and celebrated for the very first time just last year created by the people at pet plan pet insurance so if you happen to be working today and you have a cat there you go you're in business and in the headlines secretary of state anthony blinken is in beijing where he met with the chinese president this morning after meeting with several other Chinese diplomats over the weekend, this all in an effort to mend fences, if you will, or ease some of the tensions that have been brewing between the U.S. and China. I came to Beijing to strengthen high-level channels of communication, to make clear our positions and intentions in areas of disagreement, and to explore areas where we might work together when our interests align on shared transnational challenges. And we did all of that. Secretary Blinken making comments to the media this morning after his meeting with Xi. On this weekend's edition of America Right Now, host Tom Basili did a deep dive on the tactics that communists are using to infiltrate our lives in an attempt to remake American society. Pay close attention now. 60 years ago, back in 1963, Florida Congressman Albert Sidney Herlong Jr. read into the congressional record on the House floor the 45 tactics communists would use to remake American society. He drew these from a book entitled The Naked Communist by former FBI employee W. Cleon Skousen. Domestic threats to American freedom have been quietly simmering for decades, and now they're coming to a boil. And for those who refuse to believe that what they see in here tearing at the heart of the nation is part of a larger strategy to eviscerate America, Skousen and Herlong's early warning should change minds. Here are just a few of those 45 points that prove, folks, there are no accidents or coincidences. It's all part of a plan to conquer America from within. Understanding this plan means that there's no excuse to allow this to happen to our country. Number one, 
U.S. acceptance of coexistence as the only alternative to atomic war. Both parties have gone soft, often unwilling to recognize that peace and freedom come through strength and the willingness to use that strength to deter oppression or maintain order. It's a very big problem and we need a new mindset. Number four, Permit free trade with all nations regardless of communist affiliation. America has allowed China to dominate industries and markets, even giving the communist nation access to our land, energy, and food supplies, all in the name of free trade. America has outsourced its manufacturing, even our most sensitive and critical products. Number 11. Promote the U.N. as the only hope for mankind. Demand that it set up a one-world government with its own independent armed forces. Running to the United Nations and other multilateral organizations has been put on steroids in the era of climate change doomed, doomsdayism, population control extremism, trans rights, and the dictatorship of public health. It's a direct threat to our sovereignty. And today, coincidentally... If there are coincidences, as Tom Basile mentioned, President Biden left his Delaware Beach home for Santa Clara, California, right next to San Francisco, where he'll speak about climate change and announce a $600 million investment in fighting climate change. That's thanks to the budget in the new debt ceiling package. Then the president participates in two campaign events tonight, which means when he gets back to Washington, he likely won't be doing anything tomorrow. By the way, a new ABC News Ipsos poll shows Biden's favorability rating dropping to 31%. 31%. That's down 15 points from this time back in 2020. Let's go back to Tom Basile, who also spoke with Arizona Representative Andy Biggs, a member of the House Oversight Committee. Congressman, uh, the president has officially sort of launched his campaign. He had the, the first rally yesterday with union leaders in Pennsylvania as evidence continues to mount that there are some potentially major crimes, impeachable offenses, perhaps uh, when it comes to this pay to play scheme. What's going to happen next here? What's the next step? So we continue to uh, accumulate evidence. So we're going to get more bank records this week. We are supposed to be receiving more 1023s, which are these sta- these uh, these reports from the FBI. We're supposed to be getting those this week. Um, they, they're all supportive of what the Ukrainian oligarch said in his statement, which actually was supportive of what we'd seen the suspicious activity reports filed with the Department of Treasury and with these other uh, uh, bank records that are voluminous. And we are we're kind of inundated now. And, and a lot of people say, well, where are you going? Where are you going? Well, we've gotten more done in about four and a half months than the Department of Justice did in more four and a half years. Um, the, yeah. we, we've, we've put this together. I think the next step is to just uh, is to find the linkages there and finish those. Uh, I want to follow up on something that you said. You said that there are more FBI 1023s. So there is more than one informant or more than one document that that one informant filed. Give us a little bit more here, Congressman, if you can, because we've all been talking about the paid FBI informant uh, deemed very credible by the agency, uh, put into the position to get this information. uh, And then he filed that 1023. But you're saying there are more of them. 
Yeah, not necessarily from the same informant either. Really? These are other these are other reports that the FBI has from source from other sources. Uh, and they've been reticent to give those to us. They've been very difficult to deal with. Um, it's not every day that you see a declassified document heavily redacted um, like we've seen with that last 1023. But, mm -hmm. but the bottom line is there are those additional documents. And by the way, the Ukrainian oligarch has said that he had not just the, t the audio recordings of, of him talking to Joe and him talking to Hunter, but that he had other documentation as well. That's Congressman Andy Biggs. And if you missed America right now with Tom Basile this weekend, I would highly encourage you to go back, watch it on demand at NewsmaxTV.com, especially the points he covered on communism. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem on the same topic. You're the first governor yeah. banned TikTok. I was. You know, it was interesting when we did that. You know, it was a few weeks, and all of a sudden we started to see other states do now. That vast majority, Republicans and Democrat governors now, have taken the same action, and Congress took action as well. So sometimes people, uh, you know, look at you and say, why is she doing this? And then they start to learn and follow suit. So, Well, okay, I confess to you as well. So, I, mean, <laughs> I had TikTok and all this, the horror of TikTok. I took like, TikTok <laughs> off. Well, I put it back on. You sat down, and so I took TikTok back off. Uh -huh. I mean, it's it's hard not to keep TikTok on. TikTok. It is. Yeah, I sat down, and it was like a confessional. It was yeah, like I amazing. Admit I, have TikTok. Like, I downloaded TikTok. I'm like, I took it off and in front of you. I took it off. Took it off. <laughs> I deleted it in front of you. I deleted it in front of you. You did. But um, So what's, I mean, isn't it too late, I mean, mm -hmm. for TikTok or not? I mean, well, it is for me because the January 6th committee, the bunch of Democrats, released all my personal information. My phone's been hacked into so many times because of what the Democrats have done to me. But for all other Americans, no, it's not too late. Listen, these guys are communists that want to take over our country and take away our freedom. So anything you can do to get that kind of um, software, that kind of app off of your phone and off of your personal information is incredibly important. They are going to use what they learn about you, Greta, to change the way you think. To, to change the way that you think about what America is, um, how your kids will be educated, and in a way to groom you uh, to be more controlled in the future and to be more accepting of what the Communist Party believes is the right path for them, which is not for us and which is not freedom. So that's what they're doing. They've got a long game here, and uh, we have to be smart enough to be disciplined enough just to not do it. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem on the record with Greta Van Susteren, and this is really interesting. What brings you to town? Well, we I testified at a Natural Resources Committee hearing in the House, and it was the, the Bureau of Land Management, it's a government agency that manages federal land, is changing how they're going to handle that land. So there's many Western states that have probably... 40, 50, 60 percent of their land mass is owned by the federal government. Uh, this agency, uh, Joe Biden's direct direction, is changing how that land can be used. In many instances, they're setting up a mechanism to where conservation will be prioritized over any other purpose, which means they can shut down all this federal land and stop all grazing by farmers and ranchers who've been out there for generations, all drilling for oil, looking for minerals, even recreation. People won't be able to go hiking on this land anymore or ride bikes or explore uh, because conservation and climate change will be prioritized above everything else. So it is a takeover 
of the land uh, by a Would powerful cur- federal they, government. They currently make the decision on it, right? It's just they a question the of how they prioritize what they're going to do with yeah. it. But they, they mean, you, you're still bound by that now. It's just they get to decide what to do with they it. They're prioritized. Yeah, they're not supposed to change the priorities without going through Congress. And instead, this agency has bypassed Congress. So they're in this rule breaking federal law. They're trampling on states' rights. They're taking away all transparency by creating a mechanism to where they don't have to have public comment periods or put it in the federal register. There's so much precedent in this rule, and that was really my argument at the hearing, that they set that can be used to destroy this country, that that's why Congress needs to push back and stop them, is because if you allow the federal government to grab power, and and Joe Biden's been clear, he wants 30% of the land in this country to be under the control of the federal government by 2030. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem. And again, the more you research, the less you can believe what Washington is telling you. And be sure to catch The Record with Greta Van Susteren every weekday, 6 o'clock Eastern. Last week's indictment of Donald Trump was, of course, a big topic of discussion over the weekend as well. This from Newsmax's Wake Up America Weekend Edition. Let's get back to the historic arraignment of former President Donald Trump, pleading not guilty to 37 federal charges related to his alleged mishandling of classified documents. So to talk about this more, we're going to bring in former Georgia congressman and host of the Doug Collins podcast, Doug Collins. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. Now, I want to get your reaction on his arraignment and what this ultimately means as a really as an historic event in U.S. history. Well, it is a historic event, and looking at it from the perspective now, I think is is we got to look at this now. The tables turn to the prosecutors and the prosecutors only. They have to prove the case that they brought against us. I think Donald Trump and his legal team have brought out a, a lot of things that they're going to be bringing up, especially in the pretrial motions and things. This is you know not yet to trial. There's going to be a lot to go on before it ever gets there. Uh, again, but it's it, it, the. With everything going on around it, it's just the double standards being set. The perception, as you had on earlier, with people on the street, this is uh, you know an issue that has been dragging on, and then to take it up like they have. Um, you know, we'll see. Is it serious charges? Yes. But at the same point in time, the prosecutors have to make these cases. Donald Trump, I think, has his defense team on uh, board with this, and we'll see what where it comes from. But it is sort of a sad day that this is what we're talking about in a, in a time and age in which we have so many issues going on in our country. Um, this politicalization of the DOJ is the main topic of conversation. Mm. You know, Congressman, uh, we already have these two cases that you just spoke about looming over, you know, President Trump's head. And, and now we have to turn our heads to the great state of Georgia, where a third indictment could be coming down. Uh, You know, that's relating, obviously, to the 2020 election uh, that reports that Atlanta is looking into how to increase security measures already. Now, I'm sorry, but at this point, um, a third indictment, it it really has to look like they're just out to get this guy no matter what. And this could actually come down before the summer is what we're hearing. What What have you been hearing about it? Well, it could. The DA down here actually put out a, a memo been about a couple of months ago now, before the Alvin Bragg indictment in New York, basically alerting the officials in Atlanta and Fulton County that this uh, possibly come in, in the late July, early uh, August time frame. So they've been preparing for this. Look, I think the interesting thing here is this is something, if you've been watching this for the last two and a half years, it's been it's been looked at, it's been coming, we've been talking about, we've talked, well, now it's here. And, and I think they some of these have been held uh, for a while. We'll see. This one in Georgia has been very close hold. I mean, you don't see a lot of it. You had the, a little bit of the uh, grand jury, uh, you know, talk about when the report came out. But it's been very quiet. So it's going to be interesting to see what actually happens down here. But it is, you know, a piling on effect, I think, that that is, uh, you know, again, it makes it appear, especially when you have cases like Alvin Bragg's, 
which is just, you know, pure politicization. Then you got the DOJ and then you got, you know, these others coming on. I think it just makes it difficult for people to look at it in a, in a, in a, just a logical, rational view. Former Georgia Congressman Doug Collins on Wake Up America Weekend Edition with Michael Grimm and Sarah Williamson. Some Republicans, like former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, who is making the rounds on political talk shows, are criticizing the field of GOP presidential candidates for not really going after Trump or attacking Trump on his indictment. Except for one, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, who has about a zero chance of winning the nomination. You should put the office of presidency uh, and our country above yourself. Hutchinson has been calling for Trump to drop out of the race. Larry Hogan both appearing on ABC's This Week Sunday. But think about it. Most of the people running are really running for a cabinet position or higher office. So you can't directly go after Trump, the leading candidate, because we know that Trump will come right back after you and his supporters will come back after you. So it's kind of a balancing act, although some of the candidates like Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, Mike Pence, they're hoping that maybe, maybe one of these things will really knock Trump out and then they'll have a legitimate chance at being the nominee. Back with more news in a moment. I have to tell you how the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier is making my life Eden better. It uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, and mold pretty much anywhere in your home and fast. It's only about the size of your hand, so you can plug it in anywhere. Behind a sofa, behind a bed, quickly eliminates odors from trash cans, litter boxes, cigarette smoke, cigar smoke, or whatever. Gone. I have one in the kitchen, another in the bedroom. The thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which destroy odors, viruses, and mold with air so pure you can smell it. And we are loving our Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifiers. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack and start enjoying your whole home again. Get three units for under 200 bucks. Put one anywhere you need clean, fresh air. And if you travel, take it with you for hotel rooms. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in the discount code TONY, and save $200. That's Eden, E-D-E-N, PureDeals.com, discount code TONY, like my name, and shipping is even free. Outside of politics, Pope Francis delivering his first Sunday prayer yesterday, this after a nine-day stint at a hospital in Rome following surgery. Cari fratelli e sorelle, buongiorno. The Pope has several trips planned for the summer. The first one is to Portugal, his surgeon telling Vatican Media that he is well enough to travel and his condition will improve. I mentioned the stock market is closed today in observance of Juneteenth. They will resume trading tomorrow. Some things to be watching out for this week include Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. He'll be testifying before the House Financial Services Committee on Wednesday and the Senate Banking Committee on Thursday. There's also a handful of major earnings reports like FedEx, eBay, CarMax, Dell, and some others. And today is the release day of the Tucker Carlson book, best-selling author Chadwick Moore revealing what really happened to Tucker at Fox News in this new book. 
titled simply Tucker. Newsmax is among the first to have copies available. Check that out at Newsmax.com. And if you are not already watching Newsmax, it is available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, DirecTV, Dish, Xfinity, Fios, and many others. It's also available on your favorite platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, and others. And thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your Monday and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.